friends, this is Kathy Lip with Clutter Free Academy, the podcast, and we have done something that we've done every July for a few years now. We have recapped some of our favorite episodes, some that you have loved, some that our team has loved, and we feel like deserve another listen. So sit back, relax, hear this favorite episode of Clutter Free Academy, and we will be back in August with some fun, fresh episodes that you're going to love. I'm so excited about what's coming up. See you again in August. Well, hey, friends, welcome to Clutter Free Academy, where our goal is to help you take small, doable steps to live every day with less clutter and more life. And we're going to get down into the deep and dirty of it with my my cohabitor, my husband, and my clutter-free, you know what to call you. Like we're 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 battling this stuff all the time. It's battling, yeah, battling, yes, yes, yes. So I I haven't given you any prep on this because I just wanted to go in and we're just doing the thing. Okay. Uh, we've got moose licking both of our hands here, like we're coming in raw and fresh. But I want to talk about five reasons your house is more cluttered than it needs to be. Oh, okay. So um, I just wanted to get your honest reactions, and I've got I've got some pointed questions for you, especially towards the end. Oh, I think yeah, I know. Pointed, but all right. Okay, I broke this down. Think about forty reasons that our houses are more cluttered, and we may do this as a series because there's a lot of things going on. Clutter is a battle that has to be fought on every side, and that's exhausting. But also, I feel like there are lots of opportunities to kind of examine how we interact with our stuff and make changes that can make a real difference. So mm-hmm. to me, it's a really hopeful topic, but also I know it can feel overwhelming. And so I wanted to give five that I think um, there are some easy next steps. Oh, that's important. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, when you're in that cluttery space, oh my goodness, having that stuff right? easy in front of you. Right. And I will say that most of our clutter recently has been because of life situations. I mean, we are currently the people who had a toilet in our driveway. Don't worry. We have no neighbors, so nobody can see how bad it was. Well, it wasn't a functional toilet. No, 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 no. Yeah, it was an outhouse. We 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 had a remodeling project that yeah. got, went on. Which it's the best remodeling project we've ever done oh, in our life. I'm so excited. Our bathroom looks really good. I'll yeah. include a picture. But we also have a chicken in our living room. Yeah. I yeah, yeah, there's just stuff going on. And, and we don't normally have a chicken in the living room. Oh, we don't. Yeah. No, we had we had a skunk attack. So she's in the infirmary. Yes. Is healing. Oh my goodness! And my favorite part of that, the the nurse is giving us the take home instructions. She says, "Okay." And the giant bill. Let's just be clear: no reasonable human being would spend this much to take care of a chicken, but we're not reasonable. Yeah, the parting instructions were, and you can't eat her for thirty days. <laughs> and I'm like, we just spent the equivalent of a car payment on her. It. Somebody reminded me it was a car payment for a Tesla in California. Yeah. That's the kind of car payment we made. Yeah, we're not. The plan is not to consume her. No. Yeah. So five reasons your home is more cluttered than it needs to be. And number one is you don't know what you have. Oh, I'm always looking for a tool. Yeah. Or a thing yeah. that I need to repair something or do something, and I can't find it. And yeah. Yeah. I will say up here, I feel like we need more stuff than we needed other 
the other home we lived in. And so we haven't had a good place to put them. And normally I'm more about you need less stuff, not more storage, but we are in the midst of building a a barn basically to store our stuff. Well, I mean, we have big things like snow blowers and wood chippers and RVs, wood like splitters, yeah, yeah. ATVs. ATV. That's not that's what I meant. Not our. We do have an RV, but and we'll talk about this later. But yeah, so we need big places to store big things. But also, it's meant that your tools have just kind of been in a jumble. Oh, it's been so bad. Yeah, and you know, I think Pinterest sets us up for doom. Like, if if it can't look picture perfect, then you know what? It's okay if you want a room to look picture perfect. You know, you really want to concentrate on that. Like, I really want our bathroom to be super cute. But even I'm realizing we need more storage than yeah. what, you know, I thought, oh, well, we'll just get, no, we need more storage. But you have to know what you have because here's the problem. If you can't find the doohickey, next time we go into town, we buy the doohickey. Again. And then we have four doohickeys. And so it's because we can't find it. And so that's going to be one of our projects this fall as we're recording this. Um, in November, we're going to be really organizing, getting the shelving correct, doing all the things so that we're able to find, we know what we have. We can get rid of duplicates and we can label it so we can have it. And we've done pretty well with that, like inside the house and portions outside the house. But now it's time to do it with the garage and all the tools and things like that. Right. Yeah. Good. It's going to feel so good. Oh, yeah. 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 To get those tools out in the, in the tool shed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Here's what I, here's my first step for you is start an inventory, not of your whole house, but of the bedroom closet. Here's what I have in there. And I'm not saying inventory, every shirt, everything, but like we keep medicine in our bedroom closet and just to have a list of like, Okay, here are the medicines we have. Wait, are you talking a spreadsheet here? I am I making your heart a little happy? <laughs> yes, I am talking a spreadsheet or even just a a pad on a clipboard. You know, you can start really basic, but do what's going to work for you and your family. So you know where the tape is. Like I would say start with, okay, so in this closet in drawer three is scotch tape. And then if you have this big spreadsheet, you can say, where's the scotch tape? And it'll take you to that line in the Excel spreadsheet. All right. Do you have a process improvement on that? No, no. Well, I think, uh, you know, knowing, so so how detailed do you think people should be? I I, I, I don't want, uh, I've got 25 paper. No, 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 no. Right. Office supplies. If if you've got all your office supplies in one place, then you know where they're at. But keeping a little inventory to say, and when you're looking through that list, do you just say, okay, if I have 25 paper clips, it would be reasonable to buy another box of 100 paper clips. I think that's a reasonable thing. Because if you're working on a project, you may need more than 25 paper clips. Oh, do they even make paper clips anymore? They do. And you and I work with committees that do almost everything by paper. That's true. Yeah. So it's a local committee and we, yeah. So, okay. Um, I, I also see this in our RV. This, our RV is a microcosm of this. Right. Such a wonderful example because right. you have to be very intentional. In the RV. You can, you cannot keep backups. And so here's the problem with the RV. It's a mini house on wheels. You need what you need in the house 
but just in a smaller area. And I am working on a spreadsheet of our RV because I'll think to myself, do we have, do we have cortisone creep there? I don't know. Well, I've got an itch. I'll bring cortisone creep. And then I go there and we have six cortisone creeps. I, we can't do that. Flashlights. We were just talking oh, about yes. that last night. Yes. Uh, we were looking for a particular uh, a lantern flashlight. Lantern flashlight. Yeah. Yeah. Where is it? Oh, it's in the, the RV. RV. We think. Yeah. So we kind of need to have two of those. To, yeah, because when you need the flashlight, you can't go to the RV and get it. Okay. So um, number two, the reason your house is more cluttered than it may need to be is backup of backup. Mm-hmm. So I'll never forget when my dad. I, I use this example all the time. We had a can opener. It broke. My mom bought a new can opener. My dad kept the old can opener in case we needed a broken can opener. I d- broken. Can right. Can it was that. broken. Um, but also, if you are upgrading, um, whether, you know, broken, yes, you're replacing. Replacing means you need to take it out. But also, if you're upgrading, you need to get rid of the thing that you're upgrading. So if uh, I'll just use this as an example, we need headphones a lot of the time for work we're doing. And sometimes we need better head, you know, our headphones are scratchy, scratchy. And so um, oftentimes, you know, we'll get the new microphone. The old microphone, not microphone, headphones, headset, work. So we'll put it away just in case. No, no. You know what? You you need to get rid of that backup. Now, there are some backups that's okay, and I wouldn't even call it backup. Like, if I just went through our towels, we have to keep a couple of grungy towels around for um, dog maintenance. Grungy activity. Yeah, absolutely. That's okay, but you don't really keep more than one can of. Does that make sense? So, so there are some things you do want to back up. Okay, give me an example. Um, flat. I agree. There's a backup aspect to it as well because it's one. Not only do you need multiples for different rooms and different right. people, but you need multiples because uh, one fails. Okay. Yeah, we have the super bright, uh, very powerful yeah. kind of military grade flashlight. Yes. Yeah. When it's dark up here, it is dark with a capital D. Yes. And not having a working flashlight is a serious issue. It, it really is a serious issue. Yeah. So we we do have multiple kinds. We have like the headlamps. We have yeah. the lanterns. We yeah, because there are no street lights here, and we just lost power the other night, and there is no dark like country dark. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And there was no moon. It was insane. Yeah. So um yes, I think having backup batteries, having a backup um. Our whole emergency kit is really for backup, but you don't need a backup TV. You don't need a backup, uh, I'm trying to think, chairs, you know, like those kind of things. I have extra chairs for when we have more people, but anything that you're saying, I'm going to keep a backup just in case, unless it's an emergency, that's not a good plan. And that's why your house is more cluttered than it needs to be. But yes, I 100% agree. Keeping that. Exactly. It's got to it's it's earn it right. Yeah, it's chaos. It is crowded. It is clutter. Okay, number three, Roger has personal experience with this. Storing things for other people. 
So we've done this for our kids. And at one point, and I've said this a hundred times, we said, okay, you guys, May 31st, midnight. If it's not gone, we either, we get to decide, does it go to Goodwill? Does it go to the dump? Because we were living in 1400 square feet and our kids were using our house to store things. And we're like, oh, no, no, we're done with this. But also, you had our, our adult kids. Our adult kids, yeah. It wasn't our 14-year-old. They're like, time for you to earn your keep. You're living on the streets now. No. Um, but you had a situation with somebody at church. I did, yeah. Yeah, he was uh, uh, kind of transitioning uh, home. In other words, was he going to have one? Right, right. Um, and he had uh, a bunch of legal documents and other things that he wanted stored. And I wasn't sure how long it was going to be, uh, but I, I took them on. Yeah. And it was, you, you know, the uh, um, storage boxes for uh, like legal paper storage yeah. boxes. I think I had like six of those or something. Right. And there was one really tall box. I yeah. remember yeah. that. I think maybe clothes. Or yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and so these, uh, we just tucked into the corner of the garage. Hammer for him. But it was a death. Yeah, I ended up holding on to it for about 10 years. Yeah. To the point where I had no idea where he is. We tried to find we him. tried to find we, him. Yeah. And so finally, we just had to get rid of them. And, you know, legal documents you can find again. And there were a couple of mementos in there, but nobody was able, we don't even know if he's still alive. Yeah. And so, um, you know, that's an extreme case. Yes. It's an extreme case. But you cannot be storing stuff for other people. And I think this is mostly comes into play with adult children. Um, it's just, they're not sure what they want. They don't want to take the time to go through it. You know, the, uh, the bee babies that you collected. Right. Right. So want the, I want to know what vintage your kids are. And, you know, if your kids are in college or they're in their first transitional apartment, I get it. But they do owe you the favor of coming and sorting through that stuff. And say, so let's get it down to one box. And we can hold on to this box until you feel settled. But you know what? If you've permanently changed your address, it's time for you to have your stuff. You need to have your stuff. Right. You need to have your stuff. Now, this is kind of funny because we do store stuff at my mom's house. But she has told us it's okay. We store a lot of business stuff there. Yeah, because we, we actually live there They're periodically. Periodically, yes. Yeah. Yeah, she's been very gracious. But we do try to condense it every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah, we need to do that again. Yeah, it, it's time. It's a good reminder for us. But, yeah, set a deadline to say this is when I need it out is really important. No, it's deadline. Yeah. And, including the deadline of the work. Yeah. No longer ours. Yeah, we, we enforced that deadline, and we had a kid at our house on May 31st at 11.15, yeah, who was going through their stuff. Yeah, it's because, you know, it... it or you could say, what do you say? If you just want to pay to have us store it, that's fine too. No one wants to, you don't want to pay. Um, so, uh, number three, have a deadline to get rid of stuff. Number four, holding on to things for someday. Like someday I'm going to have that bigger house. Someday I'm going to live in a place where we could use this. And I see this a lot with military families. Um, one of the, the, People I know said um, that she, she was able to take her curtains and move them from house to house. And I said, that's amazing. Well, it turns out she had over 30 pairs of curtains. 
Uh, yeah. What? Exactly. So we're still going to have some curtains that'll work. But most of us, curtains are not going to work from house to house. Some things are just not, you know, fixtures, things like that. And some of us who may have a tendency towards clutter um, may want to think, oh, we could repurpose, we could, we could use this when we get a bigger house someday. Well, I just want you to think about it like this. Is this the thing that you would buy again today? And if not, I, you know, guys, I held on to things for 20 years that somebody else would have used and loved. You know, in my cluttery days, I wanted to have all the things, even things that were very replaceable. And it feels so much better to release those things into the wild and let people use them. Isn't it interesting? We're holding on to stuff today because we might have a bigger house someday. someday. But by holding on to that stuff, we're actually making our current house smaller. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes. I love that, Roger. And here's the thing of, like, about the house we live in. We know this is not our forever house. Um, we're, we're probably good here, hopefully. Lord willing, the creek don't rise and the tree don't fall. Ten years. Um, but I am treating this, we are treating this as our someday house. Like, we're installing the tile that we want. Even though we're not... We installed heated floors in our bathroom. You guys, we've never had anything fancy in our in either this marriage or our previous marriages. We be fancy. Yeah, we are fancy in this. It's so, I I love it. It makes me so happy. Enjoy the house you have today, and that means get rid of the things. Things have one job: to serve you or your home. And if they are not serving you, it's time to get rid of them. It really, really is. Okay, so get rid of those things. And number five, and I want you to think about this while I talk about my past life. Um, keeping past lives. And what I mean by that is I used to be really into mosaic. I love doing mosaic. That's not really a passion of mine anymore. I do, I, I love looking at it, but I, at this point in my life, I am not creating mosaic. If I held on to my mosaic tool, and, um, you know, the, the extra tiles I had for a decade. And sometimes you have to let those things go. If I want to mosaic again, to gather those things together is pretty easy. Now, I know not all hobbies are like that, but for most of us, it's not worth it to keep 10 years on the off chance that you make it wake up one day and want to take up that hobby again. You have grown as a person. You have replaced that hobby with new hobbies. And it's time to make space for who you are now. So what what's a past life that you've had to get rid of? Puzzles. I used to do yeah. a lot of puzzles. Yeah. And now if I do one a year, it's maybe. Yeah. But yet I've got a disproportionate <laughs> to puzzles. So you probably do three a year. Close, or at least, well, maybe not this past year. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think we did more because our kids were lived closer to us right. and they would come over and do the puzzle. It brings you a lot of joy. We we have to figure that and we need a good place for you. We just need a few, few puzzles. I, I maybe don't need, you know, two bookshelves for the puzzle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I get rid of books 
all the time, but it's hard for me. There are some books that yeah, I haven't even read that I want to keep. I mean, keep in mind, I'm the sort of puzzle person who has a favorite puzzle artist. Yes, I know. You. What's his name? Uh, Charles Wysocki. Yeah, I like his puzzles because I can see where the lines are. Like, that's an easy puzzle. My dad brought home a puzzle one time. I've told you about this. It was a stack of Oreo cookies on a black background with a white glass of milk. Yeah. I hated that puzzle. No, yeah. With yeah. a fiery passion, yeah. I hated that. And, but yes, you have to get rid. It's, it's creating space for the life you want right now. And that's a gift. And you're not going to miss that. Stuff. That's the thing. You're not going to miss it. Okay, this has been such a good episode. Thank you so much for doing it. And friends, thank you for hanging out. You've been listening to Clutter Free Academy. I'm Kathy Lip. I've been here with Roger Lip. Now, go create the clutter-free life you were always intended to live.